This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Come on in. We're ready to go with the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. It's Tuesday. It's back to work for the Saints. They've got a very busy week here at the facility on Airline Drive. And John DeShazer and myself just fresh off the practice field, ready to share a little bit about today's workout with you and also share a couple of visits. Tavares Barnes will make his Black and Blue Report debut today, the rookie defensive lineman out of Clemson. And we'll stay on the defensive line and listen in to Cam Jordan uh, waxing uh, with the media after practice today as well. So good stuff. It was uh, weather-wise not a bad day, John. A little bit, uh, well, a, a degree or two cooler, and humidity was down a bit today as far as the workout goes. Uh, bro, this is about as good as it's going to get in South Louisiana this part time of year. Um, you know, as you said, a little bit of breeze, low humidity, maybe 90 degrees, but it really doesn't feel that way. Um, there ain't a whole lot of difference between this and a couple of days we had at the Greenbrier, to be honest with you. So the players were able, again, to get in their work. Uh, no rain, no inclement weather. Uh, seemed to be a little, a pretty crisp workout, especially for the DBs who had a really nice day on third down uh, pass defense. And uh, so they were able to get it in and, and get some productive going. Yeah, that might be the big story of the day. First of all, a couple of guys back from injury it looked like today, full go. Yeah, we had uh, Kenny Vaccaro, Keenan Lewis, and uh, also Delvin Bro. All those guys went through a little bit of the walkthrough on Sunday, so they got back to full practice today. Always good to see him back. Uh, Brandon Browner was on the sideline doing a little light jogging and working out. We saw a brace on his knee. He ain't really ready to go full t- full with the team yet, but he was back on the field. So that's always good to see him doing his rehab on the field as opposed to off. So looks like this team is getting healthier. Uh, still a couple of guys out again, but you know for the most part, your key principal guys are back. I noticed a couple of interceptions today. I noticed some tight coverage in those third down situations. I, I'd say this was probably one of the better days for them as a group, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, they you know, getting some key guys back. Uh, we saw some really nice competition between Keenan Lewis and Marcus Colston. Uh, the guy who really stood out was Brian Dixon with a couple of PBUs, really riding receivers' hip pockets. And, you know, in those drills, it's difficult to stay with the guy, especially when, you know, you don't know exactly where he's going to be. They're in really a, a true pass rush. The quarterback isn't as harried as he could be. And so Brian Dixon made a couple of nice plays defensively. Uh, we heard Joe Morgan also talk about Delvin Bro and how Delvin Bro is difficult to go against because of his strength. And once he gets his hands on you, you really can't get his hands off you. So you have to try to keep his hands off from the beginning. And so I'm sure Delvin honed that skill in the Canadian Football League mm-hmm. where you better get your hands on those guys when they got a 10-yard head start on you. So, uh, yeah, the DBs had a really fantastic day out here. And a lot of times that's difficult to do in practice, but they had a fantastic day. They wore the black jerseys today. We're going to talk to two of the defensive linemen, I guess, before we get to our first break. Any notes on offense that stuck out to you today? Well, I mean, I saw Luke McCown make a couple of nice throws, especially a drop-over throw to Jalen Saunders. Now, unfortunately, he ends up getting picked off a couple of plays later. So uh, he and Ryan Griffin, the, the, the debate continues as to who's going to be number two. Uh, and uh, certainly uh, that's going to go on probably throughout preseason game number four before the Saints make a decision there. Uh, Drew Brees being sharp, as he always is, and he hooked up with Marcus Colson a couple of times. Um, Brandon Coleman, you know, in the game he had a – potential touchdown poked out of his hands we saw it happen again here in practice today and that's something he's going to have to work on going to have to have a little bit stronger hands he's a big guy he can shield 
defensive backs off, but he's got to secure the catch. And I'm sure that's something that Coach John Morton is probably wearing him out about right now or at some point in the film session. So, you know, those are some of the things that you'll see him work on. We didn't see a whole lot of running plays today. Saw a lot of third down work. Coach Payton said there'll be some red zone work later in the week. And uh, also we talked to Chimolito a little bit today. And this because this is a team that's going to play against the Houston Texans and JJ Watts coming to town. Mm-hmm. And that guy, if he plays, you know, like, you know, this is the dress rehearsal. If he's going to play two and a half quarters or so, you know, he's going to be a load to handle for that Saints offensive line. So Tim Lolito said, you know, sometimes when you're playing a guy like that and he's moving up and down the line all across every, all over the place, you just got to rely on your technique because you don't know where he's going to line up. Now, obviously there are some things that you can do against him. Every, every guy has some weaknesses, you know, Superman had his kryptonite. But this is a guy that you're going to have to rely on your technique to try to keep him away from your quarterback. I'm glad you brought up the Texans. We're going to begin that conversation tomorrow in earnest about those guys coming to town this weekend for sure. That's John DeShazer. I'm Sean Kelly. Stay with us. We're going to take our first time out. And when we come back, we'll learn a little bit more about Tavares Barnes. Interesting guy. He wears number 90. He's trying to make this ball club as an undrafted rookie free agent. Uh, I think that you'll want to keep an eye on him in the next five, six, seven days. That's for sure as we head for that first cut. And then a little bit later, Cam Jordan. Stay with us. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit and a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. Bring us your purpose and we'll blend it. Looking to purify your diet? Hurry in now and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King, proud supporter of the New Orleans Pelicans. Smoothies with a purpose. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the show. You know, a number that I keep seeing more and more here lately is 90. And I, you know, the first couple of times I had to go check my roster, and then I figured out, well, I can, I can remember Tavares Barnes. That's easy enough, but he's a rookie undrafted free agent out of Clemson, and he joins us for the first time. I, I guess that's a good thing that I keep seeing your number more and more, right, Tavares? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. How you doing? Glad to be here, man. Is it Tavares, Tavares? How should I be pronouncing this? It's Tavares. Okay. Yeah. This Clemson thing going on now with you and Stephon Anthony, I guess I knew I, I had a good defense over there at Clemson, but now that I'm seeing some guys in the flesh, boy, it does translate to this level, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it really does, man. Me and Stephon, we just been, you know, when, when he got drafted, and the day at where the same day the draft ended, probably like 15 minutes later, he called me and told me, you know, that the Saints wanted me bad. We talked 
And I was like, man, I, I believe that's where I'm going to go. You know, I had talked to my agent, and we was like, that's where we're going to go. What was that like going through that whole weekend? Did you did you think, hey, I'm probably a fourth-round guy, fifth-round guy, or it, it could come that, that Sunday afternoon phone call? How prepared were you for what the process was? Man, I, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. I know the Dolphins called me in the fifth round, and they said uh, that it's, it's looking good for me. They, they probably would have was going to take me in the sixth. Then the Giants called me in the seventh round. was like, we have another pick left. We think about using it on you. And then, you know, come to find out I didn't get drafted. So, man, after the draft, I just – I was very emotional. You know, I even told my agent I wanted to go play uh, Canada football. You know, I, I was just like, man, I'm just done. And, you know, my family came. Everybody talked to me. I was crying. And, you know, Rob Ryan called me. And it went from there, man. It was just – it was a blessing. This team has had a history of taking – Guys like yourself, un, undrafted free agents, and then making them quality NFL players. Did did that enter into your mind? Did you find that out later that this team had the ability to do that? Yeah, I found it out later. Uh, I say probably like the second week, rookie minicamp. Now, probably the first week, Coach Payton was like, "Man, it don't matter how you get here. You know where you came from. If you got drafted, undrafted, you come in here and compete. You know you're gonna have a spot here." And that's what really stood out to me. I'm like, "Man, I wasn't drafted." These guys look at me like a chump, but it's really not. You know, all the guys are respectful. You know, it don't it don't matter how where you come from. If you get drafted, if you can play football, you can play football. You know, it's funny because I've heard him say that message too, and then I've heard the other message. The other side of it is there are many ways to exit this league as well. Oh, yeah, that's definitely. quite that's quite a balance, and I'm sure you were reminded about those doors in there as well. Oh yeah, uh, from from him, from my agent is you know just basically about staying here. You know, anybody can get here, but. It's about staying as as, as harder, you know what I'm saying, working hard, working extra when no one's looking, you know, so just the extra work, really. Tavares, after you got through the emotional part of of what resulted from draft weekend, when did you start to kind of get yourself right and in the mindset to compete for a roster spot? Honestly, it probably had to be like the last week in OTAs. I ain't going to even lie. Last week OTAs, because I got hurt one week. And I sat out, I'm like, man, I can't be sitting out. You know, you can't make the club in the tub. You know what I'm saying? So I just was like, I got to get it. You know, I know I, I can play football on this, you know, on this level. So I got to do what I got to do. Tell me about, I know it's not regular season yet, but tell me about your experience playing the Patriots last weekend. Oh, uh, man, it was it was a great experience. Definitely one i never forget. Even practicing with them, I have to say, you know, Tom Brady is definitely one of the best quarterbacks I've seen in person. Um and just playing against those those guys, man, it, it really it really helped me a lot. You know, getting better. The first day of practice, you know, I felt like I, I did pretty good. The second day, I feel like they adjusted well. You know, so you just got it's just, it's just about being consistent. Let's make a list. Consistent, consistent. We'll put it at the top, but we'll draw a line down the middle of the page. Give me on the left hand side here the things that you are excelling at, and things on the right hand side of the page that you're still having trouble getting your arms around, perhaps. Uh, the things I'm excelling at, I say my first step, coming off the ball, attacking my technique, um, knowing what to do. I say the things that I'm really having trouble with is as far as you know, getting in shape, you know, being in great shape, uh, next play, and having that next play mentality. You know, when I mess up, don't even worry about it. Just go to the next play because coaches always say the arrow's on us in the game and stuff like that. And, I, you know, I get, I get down on myself pretty bad and – I say, get my motor better, my motor. Keep working on that. I say that's what that's what it is. Who's teaching you the most? Who helps you keep your head up and point in the right direction? Uh, I say BY. 
yeah. Brian Young, yeah, he yeah, he helps us out a lot. Like he working he working with them young guys right now. You know, he just encourages us and also tells us what, he, what we're doing wrong. He doesn't sugarcoat nothing. You know, that's what we need. You know, I'm, I'm a grown man. Just be straightforward with me. Maybe Cam, a- Cam helps a lot too. Yeah. You know, he gives uh, gives give, gives us a lot of pointers. You know, what he what he see when we mess up. Hicks, pretty much everybody. You know, pretty much everybody. For a guy like yourself, is is it is it a matter of the body of work will get you on this roster, or do you still feel like? Guys in your situation have to make that one big play, like perhaps a great sack this weekend, something like that. Does there have to be a splash, if if you know what I mean? Honestly, um, man, I just I just worry about what I can control. I don't really know. All I know, I'm just trying to, you know, put my best foot forward every day. You know, every time I come out here, I'm working, making plays. You know, I'm, I can't really worry about, oh, I, got, I miss a sack here, I miss a sack there. I just got to keep going. You know, eventually it'll happen. All right, we'll keep looking for number 90 out there. Nice visit. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yep. Tavares Barnes with us here on the Black and Blue Report. We'll keep an eye on him, obviously, throughout the rest of the week and into this weekend against the Houston Texans. Stay with us. Last year, over 400,000 people from 90 countries and all 50 states came to Auctioner to find the critical care they needed. People who could have gone anywhere made Auctioner their destination for a level of expertise, clinical research, and treatment options they couldn't find anywhere else. Auctioner and our affiliated physicians are renowned for leading-edge cardiovascular care, cancer care, pediatric care, innovative treatment of neurological disorders, and more. Our outstanding transplant program has resulted in Auctioner leading the nation in successful liver transplants for years. And today, Auctioner is partnering with physicians and strong community hospitals throughout the Gulf South to bring access to the highest quality of care closer to home. Find the care you need today. Call 866-AUCTIONER for a same-day appointment. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. The Pelican schedule has just been released and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the ever popular weekend plan, allow you to take in a couple of games a month throughout the season for as low as $199. Don't miss your chance to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, and more. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and score your seats today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. All right, welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. As we promised, Cam Jordan and his time with the media after practice on this Tuesday. You guys had a, a real nice class of undrafted free agent guys on the line, and this is kind of getting to be crunch time for them. And did, did you get any sense of attention or anxiety or just excitement as, as kind of decision time comes down? And, and one of these guys was probably going to be a winner and. Others may not. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have your favorites, but at the same time, you know, you trust the organization to get in the right 53. So when time to, when the time comes, we'll be uh, ready to go for the regular season. Do you think they've they've met expectations as a whole? I think this class um, has been quite special. Um, undrafted, drafted, whatever. Um, they've came up and they've met the bar, and I'm sure it's going to be hard for the organization to let some of the guys go. But at the same time, as long as we have the the right 53 for the team, I think we're heading in the right direction right now. Kim, have you slumped down at all? I'm going to let you decide that. I'm not going to release any figures, but if I don't look as big as I did last year, you know, I did a lot of hard work this offseason. 
most of you guys are still so young. It's really a maturing process, just not as a player, but just as a man as well. How much is that? An, how much does it impact you? And just knowing that here you are going through your young to mid twenties. Um, right. I mean, as far as defense goes, there hasn't been too many guys on our defense that have been on the team long as I have now, and I'm just heading to my fifth year. Um, you know, it's, it's one thing to be safe for veteran leadership, but uh, I think we got a, a core nucleus of guys that definitely bring that to the table. When you talk about BB, Jarris Berg, Keenan Lewis, um, for linebackers, you got David Hawthorne, and now on the D line, you have me and Akeem Hicks. I think we're heading in the right direction for as far as defense goes. We just got to show progress every uh, preseason game, so it'll be 100% by the time we hit a regular season. Speaking of progress, Kim, <coughs> bless you. Bless you. Speaking of progress, Cam, did, you, did your group make a significant jump from last week and through that preseason game? Um, you know, I definitely think that the arrow is pointed towards that. Um, we'll never know until live bullets happen in a regular season game, but I think as far as preseason goes, we're, we're oiling up, we're tuning up, and I think we're getting right. What started to seem right? Or what, what would prompt you to say that that arrow is pointing in that direction? A um, little bit more pressure, a uh, little bit more attacking. Um, we're taking advantage more of the uh, – offensive line as of last game um, we played the previous Super Bowl champs, uh, the reigning Super Bowl champs and I think we fared well uh, through the first half and uh, we had to correct some things and I think we've done that You said sacks are better right after the game but but Without when you, when you, how you grade, I don't know exactly how, has the pressure been satisfactory the first two games? Um, yeah, I mean pressure is always nice of course you always want sacks but that'll come. Um, that being said our defense has played uh, Pretty good football up to this point. We're only two games into the preseason. Uh, we're looking forward to this third game because it's the next game up ahead. Do we make too much out of out of the sack numbers? I mean, no, not at all. I mean, uh, it's one thing to hit a quarterback. It's one thing to finish a quarterback. The guys behind you, defensive backs, have really had a good, good game or a good day today, and uh, they're getting a lot of significant reps. What's impressed you about the younger guys who have rotated? I mean, younger guys, you got Swan, you got Stanley Jean Baptiste, um, T. Fred. You know, there's a lot of young guys just coming in hungry. Twin, um, if you ask me Twin's real name at this point, I'd have to really search my, my, my mind for it because at this point I know him as Twin. Um, as you got, you got a, a, a well-rounded group of DBs who are fighting at it right now. And uh, we just saw the return of uh, Keenan Lewis and uh, say Kenny Vaccaro came back. So at this point, we're starting to get a little strong right now. And that's what you want to see. Would you say developing a better pass rush is one of the keys the, the rest of the way here? I mean, For sure. I mean, you always got to start with the defensive line. You got to start up front, um, front seven, and uh, work your way after that. Uh, that being said, I think we're doing all right. And, you know, I have more for you next game. All right, again, that's Cam Jordan, who looks great so far through this uh, early portion of camp and those first two preseason games. One more timeout. When we come back, John DeShazer and myself with a final thought from the practice field here on this Tuesday. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit in a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to firm up for summer or last longer in the gym, make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. If you're looking to purify your diet, hurry in and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free 
and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. All right, J.D., let's get ready to wrap up this Tuesday. Uh, learned a little bit about Tavares Barnes today. Cam Jordan, his usual self. As you mentioned, uh, plenty of notes to take away from practice. Appreciate those from earlier. How do we look toward tomorrow? It seems like this is, as Coach Payton said earlier today, a pretty crucial week. Yeah, um, this, again, is the dress rehearsal, and it's going to be a Sunday game, uh, the closest approximation that fans and teams will have to an NFL regular season game. The starters play a little bit longer, obviously, uh, so there's less evaluation time for the backups. It'll be interesting to see who goes in at number two for quarterback for the Saints um, because, again, reps will be limited if Drew Brees is going to play a half to maybe, you know, two and a half, three quarters. So it'll be interesting to see who comes up next in that rotation and whether or not they try to work three guys in or whether or not there's just going to be enough time to get it done. Now, maybe the offense is so efficient in Drew Brees' first three or four possessions that Coach Payton feels like he has enough snaps. Again, that, w- that remains to be seen, but it'll be crucial to see who goes in behind him. And you just want to see this team working toward a crescendo. We're not exactly sure whether or not they're going to put on pass this week. I would imagine if they do, it's probably going to be tomorrow because you want to get acclimated a little bit more out here. It's not going to be you know, detrimentally hot out here. We do see, obviously, longer hydration periods, but it hadn't been the kind of heat that we can expect out here. Now, of course, that's for me standing over on the sideline. I ain't exactly running around, but <laughs> but it hadn't been that kind of, you know, feel like a death march out here. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see them get out there in the pads, maybe tomorrow, and probably run around a little bit and acclimate to that kind of that kind of workout also. We should probably see the same weather tomorrow, maybe even just a slight bit cooler before it ramps back up again later in the week. Don't forget, practice is open to you, Saints fans, and we'll be happy to see you here over on Airline Drive. Practice promptly starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow. The same goes for Thursday and Friday as of right now. And, of course, weather permitting and, of course, subject to coaches' decision. Keep all those things in mind. Thanks again to our guests today, Tavares Barnes and Cam Jordan, and to you always for uh, being with us on this Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.